welcome to our second episode of Talk About Board Games. On today's show, we're going to update you with a 5 for 5 update. Uh, also, we're going to talk about some uh, games we're looking forward to in a new segment called Peaked Interest. Talk about a few game stores that we visited and then uh, talk about some of our favorite amusement parks. Oh, no, wait, I can't say all righty to start the show because Fred made fun of me last time. You know, all righty, it just, <laughs> I don't know. What do you say when you're just like, huh? Oh, I do all right all, all the time. I listen to the recordings of our games and I, I say, all right. That's it's right. Like, that's my official move on <laughs> statement, I think. Well, there you go. And when you're on the spot, all righty it is. <laughs> all righty. So, uh. What are we talking about today, Fred? We've got our a few do a couple new. We've got a new segment today, which will be fun. Um, but also, you might be wondering, well, why in fact are we talking about amusement parks? Well, folks, we're talking about amusement parks because we played Steam Park yeah, for this Steam week's is playthrough. It's a, it's a pretty good one. We'll we'll talk. We'll about get it to in that. But uh, last week we did, uh, or a couple weeks ago, we we introduced our five for five segment, and this is a segment where we uh, have played five games five times before we play more games in our collection. Supposedly. And and officially written a jingle for this, so we'll play that first before we go into this week's talk, okay? (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Let's go through it again and make sure we got it. Count us off, Bill. One, two, three, four. This is a five for five update. Mmm. I love the jingle. Right? That's so much fun. That's a five-part harmony, in case anybody was wondering. (laughs) Now, uh, you might be wondering why we didn't play more games over the last couple weeks, because really, we only have one to report on this week. Well, partly because Fred took time and wrote a jingle. Well, that's not completely my fault. Uh, Also, we were on vacation this week for most of the week. We were on vacation. Not purely because I wrote a jingle. We would have fit... Maybe one more game in if, <laughs> if I hadn't been writing a jingle. But jingles do take a while. Like, like for instance, that one took, what, two and a half hours yes. for, a, for a five-second jingle. But the best part, no yeah. copyright infringement. That's right. Nobody owns that. That's, That's mine. Right. It's ours. Yours. Right. Well, mine too. Because what yours is mine and what's mine is mine. <clears throat> so this on, on our 5 for 5 right now, and we talked about this last week, we're playing Mage Wars, Blood Bowl Team Manager, Small World, Rolling Freight, and Through the Desert. Now, obviously, we play these games five times, and we pick five games, and we've already played Through the Desert five times, although Nicole and I kind of don't really like it Through the Desert, is what we found out after five times, and the last game I sort of threw, which kind of makes her mad, but she still won the title for most games, won in the Through the Desert <laughs> category, and... Fred's this, got the hiccups. Continuing the, the you know, disappointing returns... Uh, I purchased Rolling Freight in at the end of July, which was a game highly recommended to me, you know, by by several different sources. And I got this game, uh, and we played it two times, and it just felt way too restrictive, way too strict in the scoring. One mistake, and you're done. And so now, after two plays, we've decided we have no desire to play this game three more times. Yeah, we just... 
we have no we're not picking it back up. It's just not going to no, happen. No, it's terrible. It's it's just I, I mean it's not it's not terrible. It's just not for us. Maybe, I can see why people would like it. It's got yeah. some fun elements to it. We kind of covered that before though. So yeah. I mean maybe it's maybe it's your thing, but it's not do. not our thing. Now currently uh, we have three games then that are still left to be played in our five for five. We have Mage Wars, Blood Bowl Team Manager, and Small World, and we have already played two games of Mage Wars, three games of Blood Bowl Team Manager. And four games of Small World, the fourth one being played today. So since last week, the only game we have played was one more game of Small World. And this time, we switched it up because we played Small World Underground. I actually have two copies of the Small World game now. And this is after we played it three times that I actually purchased that other copy. And to be quite honest, I think it's it's a pretty fun area control game. You're, you're moving your little unit pieces around and you're you know controlling certain uh territories to score points and uh points are done in money by the end of the game you know whoever has the most money wins now unfortunately the way we play is we play with our own poker chips like we do with most games so because you know why play with a cardboard chip when you can have a nice clay token in your hand and uh that makes the scoring not quite as secretive as the game intends so in this case today... Okay, next time I'm just going to hide my chips. Oh, in this case today, I could totally see that Nicole was going to win by over 10 points. And I was guessing somewhere around 15. And how many was it, Nicole? 11. There you go. <laughs> so she won today. And it was our first game of Underground. Now, I'm going to say that Underground, if I had my choice, if someone said, Hey, uh, you can have, you've played both. Which one would you buy if you can only have one? I probably would actually buy Underground. I think I liked it a little more. I will. I think uh, mostly because they introduced a couple new elements. Mm-hmm. Um, the monsters didn't really change much for me. When you start the game, there's already going to be little civilizations. Uh, in, the, in the original, there's going to be little civilizations out there that you can conquer. Yeah. Well, this one, you have monsters, and it didn't seem like much of a change. But when you defeat those monsters, then you actually get these little bonuses. I like bonuses. Yeah, the bonuses she's talking about are there's like uh, special locations and uh, special relics. And the relics are like magic items that you can use to give you some sort of special effect. And like the one that we had was Stinky Troll Socks. Oh, yeah, I think so. And Stinky Troll Socks allowed you to conquer a region as if no one else was there. However, yeah, you throw in a Stinky Troll Sock and everybody's going to scramble yeah. away. And you move your troops in. The other player doesn't lose any troops because you actually don't battle. Because you just put one token in to hold the the territory, and they pick up all of theirs. Or I guess you move in enough to take the territory. They're just gone. Yeah, but they get to keep them and redeploy them next turn. Right. They don't actually have any deaths. True. Because they just ran away. Because of how stinky. Because they stink. Troll socks were stinky. (laughs) (laughs) But I like that. And and it's random. There's lots of the uh, bonus chips. Mm -hmm. Some of them were locations that just, based on the location, you got a, a bonus towards your money at the end. Um, but it's all randomized, so it's not going to be the same tokens each time. So I like that aspect of it. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. My only complaint, though, was that river in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like... I mean, until I switched over mm-hmm. to the Lizardmen, the Lizardmen can cross the river yeah. really easily. I didn't... It, it kind of had your space. I had my space. and Yeah, now this river split the board right down the middle in the two-player board. And in the other game, the original one, there were oceans... And only one type of creature or something like that could actually put, like, or control an ocean space. And this one, you never really control a river space. 
you just can move over it. It costs you one unit to move across it. And at the end of your turn, when you redeploy, you actually pick up that unit. You score no monetary bonus for controlling the river because you never technically control the river. No one controls the river. But indeed, that did kind of make a two-hemisphere battle. Like, here's two-thirds of the map over here, and here's one-third of the map over here. Yeah. Well, part of that could have been my bonus, too, because my my particular bonus was, uh, what are they called? The, The sheep herding? Flocking. Flocking, thank you. Um, so I wanted to keep all of my troops together adjacent to get to earn my bonus. And if I had to cross the river, then I'm not adjacent anymore. I lose bonus. So it was kind of... Was that what your lizards had? No, that was what my first guys had. The, uh, who'd I use first? Doggone, I suck at memory things. <laughs> Don't play memory with Nicole, guys. Um, unless you want to win. She still won, so... Well, I won the game, but I didn't have to remember who I was, so... Yeah. I don't remember what you used right off the bat. See, I it's not ro- just me. I had royal mummies. So you it had is royal just you. mummies. I ha- oh the mushrooms. <laughs> I had flocking yes. mushrooms. That's right. Yeah. Not not to be sounding like it's a naughty word or anything. Anyways, <laughs> the uh, yeah, it was. I thought it, I thought it added a few minor elements, and they actually did a really good job in the book of listing what you were supposed to read if you played the original Small World. So if you have the original Small World and you're wanting to vary it up a little bit, this thing actually does add a few elements, I think, that, that make it a pretty good deal if you wanted to get, you know, more of the same. And it does have instructions on combining the two sets. You know, and I know that most of the expansions they ever came out with for the first one were just character expansions, characters and, and more uh, powers. Yeah. So this is this is like a massive character expansion. Plus a whole lot of powers, and you get an new maps if you want to use. and, and That just... you can play by itself. So. <clears throat> yeah. It's just nice. A lot more variety in there, and I think it was, uh, it was a pretty good one. Now, looking at our list here, I noticed that we have... Uh, a lot of games of Mage Wars left. Well, we have six total games left to play. We have one small world where we're tied at two games and two games. So the next person takes the title. So the title's still on the line for that one. Yeah. We have two more games of Blood Bowl Team Manager where it's still at sudden death, where if I win a game, I automatically take the title. What? You know you're going to win. That's not going to happen. It's probably going to happen. And also, we are at sudden death in Mage Wars because I won the first two games of Mage Wars as well. Oh, you're going to win all those. We'll still play five, but you're going to win all of them. Well, should we get out the Beastmaster next thing and give me a... No, that's the finale. Dang it. Nicole's only built one deck ever, and it was the Beastmaster in her Mage Wars game. I can control the beasts. Well, and she had a... I I played a character with an unbuilt deck for the first time, and she really whooped up on me, you know? Yeah. She had had creatures all over me, and I was using the... uh, Who was it? The Telekinetic Force Master. Yeah. The the telekinetic girl. And she did okay, but I mean, I'm just saying that she, when I rebuilt her deck, she did a lot better the next time, didn't she? Yeah. Because you remember, I played uh, you versus, it was it was her versus Druid, I think. Because I played I... Druid versus Necromancer first, and I beat you with uh, the Druid. I don't know. And then you played Druid versus uh, Force Master, and I beat you with the Force Master. I don't know. I ended up sticking you in the middle of the of the board, and all your troops were like two spaces away, and I just, I had like two well, legendary creatures. I had like a creatures. catapult thing that I didn't get to use. I don't know, man. That game's hard. <laughs> There's we'll a lot of again. rules to Mage Wars, but it's it's What time rewarding. is it? Maybe we can play it today. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll do that. But here's the here's the thing, is that of the games left that we have... She has three wins and I have six wins. 
So she's got a lot of comeback. But overall, in the five games, it's seven to nine. So you're catching back up with me. I'm at nine. And two of those didn't count. No, all of them count. No, you you threw away through the desert. In my in my pained heart, uh, they all count. <laughs> Ugh. No? No. They all count. They don't count. All right. Well, that's our update for our five for five. And we are going to move on to another news segment that I've written a jingle for. Uh, we have decided <laughs> on our podcast not to do news because we really cannot compete with outlets like Board Game Geek or Dice Tower or these other guys who get these advanced copies of games and can talk about things well before they're released. So all we're going to do is talk about what we're interested in. <laughs> that might be a game we played this week. That might be a game we saw in a store that's old. It doesn't really matter. We're just talking about whatever it is that we're interested in at the moment. Wow. Would you look at that? Magnificent. Here are some peaked interests. Sounded like I was right on a mountainside, didn't it? It did. We were at a mountain this week. We were. We went to the Smoky Mountains this week, and uh, it was... It was smoky. You know, no, it's, it wasn't it's, smoky. It was cloudy. It's not the Rockies, but it's it's a lot greener, I felt like, than the Rockies. It was really foresty and nice. <clears throat> like, you didn't have to worry about getting up above the tree line. and. I still froze my butt off, okay, because I, I kind of called nature's bluff. And we went to their tallest peak, which was 6,600 feet, and I wore shorts and a t-shirt. But I'm telling you, we walked up this really steep graded trail right off the bat, and I got warmed up pretty quick. And I it wasn't until winded. we were in the lookout tower at the top that I got really cold again. Yeah. Well, there was nothing blocking the wind, and we were up above the clouds. <clears throat> it was really pretty. Yeah. But, so, then, uh, well, we were on vacation, though, so we yeah. did our normal thing. Yeah, we went to game stores. Well, we tried to go to game stores. Now, we went to, we tried in, we tried. We're skipping topics. We're on the next topic. Where are we at? Games, we game stores we visited. Oh, I know. We're talking about peaked interests. Oh, yeah? Is this a lead-in? I don't know. See, this is why you don't let me do outlines. See, this is why you shouldn't be confused. <laughs> Just go with it. Okay, so anyhow, we tried to go to some game stores. Yeah, and we went to, we tried to go to one in Bowling Green. And I can't even remember what happened the there. We went to like some RC. Oh yeah, we did find one there. Shop. Yeah. And they had like, they had a really small selection in the back and a whole room full of Magic the Gathering players. And they were all blocking the game, so you couldn't actually get to them. Yeah, this is a tip for stores. Uh, honestly, don't put tables next to product. If you can avoid that, try to make a game space and a selling space, because moms, and and. Children and, and people like that are not going to be able to access product. If they can't look at the product, they cannot buy the product. Correct. And it, it just really felt like this one just stuffed it in a corner behind three game tables full of people that were all like kicked out and had their bags and had their stuff. and their... Had their computer set up. And I mean, granted, yeah, you should absolutely have fun at a game yeah. store, make it your own. But, I'm you not know. blaming the people at the tables, I obviously. No, because it's not their... But, man, they were just right in the way. They kind of saw where we were going and sat down anyway, too. Did you notice that? I we were walking guy, through. <clears throat> a second one of my things is if you go to a game store and they have a glass counter, you don't get to lean on it. Oh, yeah. No, don't lean on it. And I saw a guy leaning on this counter that should never lean on a glass counter. 
Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Except I know for a fact from one of my local shops I go to, Game Cafe in Independence, that they've had people lean on their counters and had glass shatter onto their higher dollar products that are inside of the glass case. Yeah. And that's why they have, you know, signs on the glass that says don't lean on counter and they correct that right when they see it. Yeah. But I mean, I saw a guy leaning on the counter and then this guy proceeded to walk over and just basically block up the whole board game area for us. But like I said, I can't really blame him because this owner decided that board games were so unimportant that he would just put them back in a corner blocked off by a bunch of tables. Well, in all fairness, that place was like RC and hobby was what it was titled. So it was going to be RC stuff first and foremost. And it yeah. was. It was right out there when you walk in first. Here's stuff to make your little RC mm -hmm. cars. And they had a bunch of models and stuff <clears throat> that you could put together. But I don't know. It, it What really shocked me, too, he even had a, that new game, that Five Tribes. Yeah. He had a copy of that. Not that you could game. get to it. Yeah, but nobody else had that one. I didn't see it anywhere else. And he had a copy. And he blocked it with customers. So I would think if he's paying enough attention to, you know, have it, mm -hmm. you would pay enough attention to make it accessible. Whereas, like, some of the models maybe could have been back there. Because, I mean, they're displayed. They had a whole, t like, shelf full of, like, uh, Batman figs and, and yeah. cars and things. That, that could have been there. And then put the games on a shelf where people could get to them. So, just a suggestion. Well, needless to say, we didn't actually buy anything from his store. But it was, it was you know, fun to stop in and for a second just to get my, my junky fix that, of, of, yeah. of game shopping that day. And uh, the next day we stopped... We tried to stop at three different stores in Knoxville, and two of them were closed. Like, gone. Not just closed. Yeah, and the third gone. one, once again, tables in front of product. Yeah. And, and he's he was having a special event, so I yeah. admit that he was probably going to be overbooked, and he admitted, I mean, he talked to us, and he yeah, said, he was I'm having a pleasant. special event, I'm really sorry that it's so busy, and... He had, you know, kind of small selection and... <clears throat> it was like a combo store, too. It was yeah. like video, mostly video games, and then he had a few board mm -hmm. games. But, you know, considering that the board game <clears throat> stores were gone, maybe that just isn't selling yeah. in their town, so... Yeah, but every but time we stopped, nice by, town, like, stopped in these towns, though, we would we would look up places, and it was it was amazing how many of them were just gone. Yeah. So advice, if you're going to new towns, call ahead if you're yeah. if that's like your whole goal. I mean, we had other plans on we were going through there no matter what. So and yes, if you have kill. if you have a wife that you can talk into actually calling someone, <laughs> and no. she doesn't say I don't like to call people, you can call. Go for it. <laughs> okay, because it's going to save you a lot of time. What? I don't like to pick up. I did telemarketing. I don't like doing it anymore. Oh, whatever. I didn't ask you to sell them anything. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we did. We did stop. Uh, we if 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 it doesn't make any sense, we were going through Tennessee on our vacation. Well, and we went through Kentucky to Tennessee. Yeah, and then we we uh, ended up down in Gatlinburg, is the farthest east we went in Tennessee. Uh, and we did stop by a game store in Gatlinburg, which is sort of, uh, we like to call it like an Estes Park town, which is a town in Colorado, but it's just like a so small... So if you've never been there, you won't understand either. It's a small town with a small strip that's all souvenir geared. Yeah, like it's every a tourist, bit of it. tourist town, but with a, like a mountainy <clears throat> kind of feel to it. Yeah, a lot less carny feel. Yeah. Because like... It's it's less like Branson, which is what Pigeon Forge is, which is right before Gatlinburg. Which, if you've ever been to either of those, it's kind of like 
the circus came to town. Yeah, it's like and, a big carny yeah. strip. It's like everywhere you look is somebody putting on a show or some crazy mini golf. Yeah. Or, I mean... A giant recreation of the Titanic because they wanted a museum, which they have in both. Three different forged. Ripley's Believe It or Not things. Yeah. Uh, Wonderworks. A mini golf. So much <laughs> mini golf. But the mini golf looked awesome. And this lady had a really small store. Obviously, she's trying to make it in a in a souvenir town, and I bet their I bet their prices for rent are through the roof. So. Probably. I felt bad we didn't buy anything from her. Seeing well. that, yeah, I did feel bad on that one. But a lot of the games were just uh, they were um, like Monopoly, like lots and lots of different versions mm-hmm. of Monopoly. Um, a couple different Walking Dead games. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? She had like a she did have a bunch of the. Uh, Flux games, but I know Fred does not like Flux much. It's okay, but you know what it is? I never feel like strategically I do anything that matters. It's not strategic. It's so just a time pass. Every choice. Fun. Well, yeah, it's exactly. It's an it's activity, fun. not a game. Yeah, that's fine. And it's it's, fun. it's like coloring books. I like it. Well, I like coloring books. Or puzzles. Too. I love puzzles. Don't even bash on my puzzles. I didn't say anything, uh-huh. but I'm saying that puzzles are an activity. They're if you wiggle pieces fun. around long enough, they'll fit. Oh my gosh! This I is think there's be a more. Fight. Stra- I think there's more strategy to a puzzle, puzzle than there is to flux. Actually, because <laughs> oh, you can anyway. build the borders and then right. then combine light colors. Whereas flux is just like, oh hey, look, something finally made me win or lose. More than likely, moving Easy. right along. So then, <laughs> and then there was a lot of like cat themed games. Do you notice that she had a bunch of like, right there because she had that hot tin roof that we were talking about, and then like everything <laughs> below that was all kitty themed. I didn't notice. It was that. cute. Um, a lot of dice, you know, so well, if you were looking for that, but we weren't looking for that. Um, so now we didn't end up buying anything there, and we were very sorry, nice lady in Gatlinburg. They did try and help us a couple times, so that was very nice. Now, completely off-board game subject, if you stop by Gatlinburg, go to their little mysterious manor thing or oh, mansion. the mysterious mansion was awesome. It's, it's a locally run haunted house that's, that when we were there, we were surprised to find out when we talked to the guy afterwards that there was only one person scaring us in the whole house during the 20-minute walkthrough and or whatever. it felt like it should have been three or four people. And that guy was hoofing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like a parkour expert. He was he jumped over our heads. He jumped into yeah. uh, off of balconies. I yeah. mean, he was Multiple awesome. costume changes or mask changes. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. He was on it. It was great. Uh, it was so finally... good. I bought a T-shirt. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> now, finally, we do we did actually stop by a game store that we bought something at in Tennessee. We stopped by a place called the Gamekeep. Is that right? Uh, Gamekeep in yeah. Nashville. It was right outside Nashville. I don't remember the suburb. No, it was. It's technical. Well, it was online. It said Nashville. Did like it? it said Nashville? Okay. Well, the Gamekeep is just outside of like the east side of Nashville, and it it was a pretty good place. It had a, it had yeah. a decent stock. Pretty densely packed. It's obviously he's been there quite a while because it felt like he he had kind of stuffed more product in than, than it, you know, is probably quite comfortable for a casual non-gamer shopper. But other, otherwise, he did have a good selection of things. He and was, he had a separate game room, yep. so he had some buddies back there, you know, mm-hmm. while eating McDonald's at the point that we went in, but, you know, getting ready to play games. But he was really helpful. and He, he, <laughs> he was he, super nice. He worked with me through his dinner while he was eating behind the counter. and He let me use the restroom, yep. which I very much appreciated after three hours in the car. <laughs> Yep, and I ended up buying Shadowrun Crossfire, uh, which we haven't played. Of course not. We we had imagined that we would play it that night. And I got by the time I got to the hotel room, which this is the thing too. Just a tourist tip: if you're going through Nashville, it's it, it's all double the price. 
Oh yeah. In Nashville. And it, it and I traveled what how long outside the other side? Thirty like, minutes. Thirty 35. minutes. And all of a sudden I'm staying for at the Super Eight just on the west side for forty four dollars a night. Great beds. Oh my gosh, the beds were so comfortable. Yeah, for forty four ninety nine I, mean, it, it, I was it shocked. Looked like, it looked a bit older and it was not a town that had a whole lot to yeah. offer, but man, it was it was great. It was quiet and mm. oh, it was so comfy. Super good deal. It was really great. We were pleased. So uh Gen Con just happened. And oh, are I'm, we coming back to it? Okay, I, I, peaked I interest. Know, I know we're a little <laughs> bit away from Gen Con, but, well, peaked interest. Interest this week were a lot of game stores we stopped by yeah. in Tennessee, and we wanted to mention to game, a lot of them. the Game Keep. And uh, <clears throat> Gen Con just happened, which, of course, produces like a laundry list of games that I want. And, I mean, I've already given you a list of like 12. Now, yeah. of course, I picked up a few of them when we stopped by Miniature Market on the way back. Oh, we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah, Miniature Market has an the online game store has a ding and dent room that when you when you go to their actual facility, In you can St. go Louis. shopping and it'll be fifty to probably fifty to eighty percent off games. Depends, yeah. And they start there. at fifty and they'll progressively. Excuse me, yeah, and mark of course, them down. you walk in this room and it's only ding and dent, but just beyond the wall is the largest game store you've ever got you know you've ever been to so all you have to do is just walk up to the counter and say i'd like this game that's back in the back and they'll bring it right out well you, you just can, look at their online website yeah you, they, they will just order it, it up for right you. there yeah. yeah they'll they'll order it for you right there at the front and bring it out to the front for you and they have a prize wheel that you can spin while you're there which is really fun because you can add bonus points you know to your discount points to your account and of course what did i win a water bottle. That's right. Now, this is... <laughs> when they say water bottle, I was actually kind of hoping that it was just a bottle of water, because I was like, oh, I could drink that later. No. <laughs> no. That's it's, really what you thought of cute. It's like a sport... It's a sport drink yes, bottle. It's an from advertisement. From, like, 1992. Well, it has their name on it. I wanted a t-shirt. Look, you can have the shirts. water bottle. What am I going to do with a water bottle? I guess drink water out of it. <laughs> okay. But anyways, that, that, was, that was the anticlimactic part of that. But uh, because Gen Con's so close, the laundry list is, is huge. Huge. And, of course, I, st- I, I still have a few that, that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Like, Nicole, what's one you're looking forward to from Gen Con? Oh, I'm so glad you let me go first so you don't steal mine. I don't want to steal yours. King of New York. King of New York does I, look good. I want to play it. It looks fun. Yeah? I like King of Tokyo a lot. Now, how much do you know about King of New York? I know that you have different little burbs, mm-hmm. and the monsters go into the burbs, and then you're trying to kill each other just like the original game, but there's more yeah. to it. And I don't know. I listened to uh, Tom Vassell's review like three weeks ago or something. <laughs> Seems like King of New York uh, definitely places the monsters on a board. Whereas before they were all like off the board, unless they were in Tokyo, they weren't on the board. Yeah, because it's, I think you said there were like different things that could happen based on the uh, uh, burbs that you're in, the burrows that you're in too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the army can attack. Yeah, there's just a lot, lot more. There's a there's a sort of a second element to it where the army's attacking you a lot more. Adds now. a bit of complexity beyond just having the different. Yeah. Other power monsters cards. aren't the only thing killing you now. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, which sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, my first one I'd like to mention is I really want Shadows of Brimstone. And Shadows of Brimstone is a flying frog game, and I have a ton of flying frog games. In fact, one of my favorite games of all time is A Touch of Evil. And it's, it's you know, a flying frog now, line. I have all of 
releases for that. Is that as one well. going to come with a soundtrack, though? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. I already goodness. looked at the, the. It comes with a soundtrack, which they're terrible. Oh, and I we, love them. <laughs> this is the thing. They come with a soundtrack, and they're they're like this. It just sounds like someone fiddling around on their keyboard and making this recording of a MIDI, you know, MIDI sounds. And MIDI is a type of recording that's very, it's artificially produced sounds. It's like, Are you it's sort explaining of, that because I had a really blank look on my face? I'm explaining that because your blank reminded me that <laughs> other people don't know what I'm talking about. Probably. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it's basically software generated sound is what it is. Okay. So when something sounds like when they say electric guitar and it just kind of sounds nothing like an electric guitar, but just has some some facets of an electric guitar sound kind of added to basically a piano note. Right. That's what MIDI is. And this so, is what it sounds like. And, and it's, it's, I'm not going to say it. It's, it's, I think it's fun though, because we, we, yeah, we always it. put them on whenever we play those games, we'll go ahead and put yeah. that on in the background. It's we put it music. on and, and the people we're with usually kind of laugh at, at how corny it sounds or whatever. Oh, it's great. They love it. But it adds something to the game. I don't and if know what we play is. one of their games that doesn't have a soundtrack, they get bummed. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They, Matt, every time, yeah. where's the soundtrack? The one, the ones who have been involved with it will get depressed if they don't. They don't have a soundtrack. Yeah. What's the? Uh, but this this game is a cooperative uh, dungeon crawl type game in the old west with like El, like a Cthulhu type horrors. That's gonna be weird. It's going to be amazing. Country Western Cthulhu. Yes. I'll play Garth Brooks. What's, <laughs> oh, what's another Cash. game that you're looking for? <laughs> See, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I'm never prepared on this stuff. You don't have any other games? Because I got two You know, more. well, not Gen Con specific. Yeah, what else? Although, uh, what was that? I, Imperial Settlers. Oh. But I hope it has a better book. Imperial Same Settlers guy. is, Yeah. Uh, Ignacy, don't tell me I can't spell his last, I can't do the last name. A uh, guy who did Robinson Crusoe, mm-hmm. um, which we did on our playthrough on our first episode, mm-hmm. which if you listen to that, you know, was a wonderful game with a horrible rule book. And I'm hoping that what he does next will be just as wonderful and not as horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, another one I'm looking forward to is. Uh, it's probably the Imperial Assault is the next full game I'm looking forward to. That's the Star Wars. Yeah, and, and Nicole doesn't like one type of game. She she doesn't mind a role-playing game like Shadows of Brimstone is, but what she hates is when it goes into another game after that, where you control, like you keep a stat afterwards. And I'm thinking that Imperial Assault does that. So you have to keep track of your character to play to the next game. I think that's so weird. No, it's Star Wars, though. But then I feel like you have to have the same group. Oh, it'd be so because cool. Because if you don't, then isn't somebody else like at a disadvantage? You're going to get like some super modified blaster. Here's something. I, I, you know that, that the Shadowrun Crossfire is that. Ugh. I know you're going to love it. It just oppressed me. We're going to put it on the 5 for 5, and you're going to okay. play five games. And you're but we'll be never like, get to play it with anybody else, because then I'll feel like either I have to start over again, or they get a bonus that I didn't that get. That one I'm okay with us only playing together, but okay. the one I want us to play with other people is Imperial Assault, because I know we can talk at least mad into it. Brianna will play. She's a good sport. She'll try anything. That's right, she will. And she picks up on rules really fast. It's kind of annoying. Do you get mad at her? I do, because I feel like such a dum-dum. I can't believe you're mad at her. I don't ever get mad. Now it's embarrassing, though, because I've been playing games for how many years now? Mm-hmm. And she'll just, like, bam, sit down. Oh, okay, yeah, that's I get it. She asks the right oh, questions. She's so good at it. ask random ones. 
You ask the questions that say, I haven't been listening, by the way. And she asks ones that say, oh, yeah. I've been listening, so just clarify this for me. Well, I know you're going to teach me as I go anyway. I shouldn't. <laughs> well, then you'd never get to play. What, what's what's <laughs> one more game you're looking forward to? Is there anything else? <sighs> Nothing new coming out, but you're right. I probably should have gotten that Terra Mystica game. I really do want to play it, and I keep hearing such good things about it. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know much about it. I just know it sounds fun. <laughs> I just so. noticed, the, like, today that, that Terra Mystica is ranked number three on the best board games of all time on Board Game Geek. Now, that, that may or may not mean something to me or not. But I'm just saying... <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously, there's there's games out there like, for instance, like Mage Knight, the board game. I don't think deserves to be anywhere near a top fifty list of all time. I just see. Don't. I never played that one. I tried. The, I tried and couldn't understand it. It's, it's the hardest. I, I've heard it described like this. It's the hardest you will ever try to move one space on a board. Huh. Because you you have to do all this card play stuff, and it's all based in the cards. It's Are ridiculous. you going to take a drink of that? Because I, okay, right now Fred is trying to take a drink of water. He's put it down now, but it just every time you heard this little kind of echoey. Okay, talking like that. That's him talking. Hold like on a second. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So, anyways, terrible. Oh my gosh, there was ice left in that one. I didn't know. <laughs> she can't handle the hard stuff. No water. Water. Uh, <clears throat> So, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that Terra Mystica is one that we have to try. It's one I'm trying to trade for because it's been out for a while. Yeah. But the, the, the planets haven't quite aligned on, on Board Game Geek for me to get a trade through yet. Yeah. A couple of the guys that I've tried to trade even up want more or don't like me or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's what it is. They don't like <clears throat> you. I'm pretty sure of it. Pretty sure, too. But, anyways, uh, it is now <laughs> time for us to get to our. Uh, Play of the week, and this this one is about theme parks. Now, what? Like honestly, we love theme parks. We do. We love theme parks. Like we went to Tennessee, and I mean, everyone can imagine and probably say it out loud with me that we went to Dollywood, right? Was I supposed to say that out loud with you? You would never. You would. No, never most take people my would cue. say Graceland. Theme park. I know, but when you say, I'm going to Tennessee, everybody went, oh, are you going to Graceland? Well, yeah, but we're going to go to Dolly World. <laughs> Dollywood. Oh Did I say goodness. world? Yes. Dang it, I suck. Dollywood. Totally. And it's saying <laughs> stuff with me simultaneously. Okay, but, sorry. <laughs> anyways, we Let's love, try it again. We love And where do we go? Dollywood. Dollywood. <laughs> it was That's, awesome. That was awful. Oh, my gosh. I feel slightly dirty now. <laughs> uh but yeah, so we went to Dollywood and we had a pretty good time there. Uh, it was great. Just just a tip. Dollywood is not exactly hopping when it starts its gospel or gospel, gospel uh, harvest harvest season. Well, there's a lot of people who show up and go to these gospel shows, but if you're into riding rides like we are, you're basically walking on all day if you oh, go yeah. during the week. It was amazing. Because school's in session. It's like late September <clears throat> that it starts. Yeah. So school is in session because we went during the week. Yeah. It was, I mean, there were, there were older people, like mm-hmm. a lot of older people there. And not a lot of older people always like to ride the crazy rides. Yeah. There were some that were riding them, though. I didn't see very many. That couple that talked to us and that told us to go ride that mine ride. That guy was weird. You could tell he was weird <laughs> he in the was head, awesome. right? They were nice people. No? I liked him. Well, I mean, he was he was a good guy. Uh, Dollywood has a, has a decent selection 
of rides uh, under normal crowds. You're gonna you're gonna spend you're gonna a wait. full day out there probably oh, yeah. if you're waiting. Uh, we had a chance to ride. I don't know how many rides. Probably over twenty rides. We rode almost everything, <clears throat> and we we really didn't get to ride the wet rides. There was one that we did. It was like a flume ride, like a log flume kind of ride. Um, which got me a little too wet, but it was warm enough that day that I dried off pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the others that we wanted to ride was closed already Yeah, for the season for maintenance. Um, they had one of those river raft rides that no way it was not that warm to ride that ride. So we don't really like the big inner tube rides. I love the inner tube rides if it's the middle of July and I'm going to cool off in five I minutes. I don't even like them then very off. much. Unless you they're over-the-top theme, I don't care. That place, though, had one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen for uh, for wet rides. is on the, At the end of every wet ride, they had this giant machine. It was like a family dryer. And you could... I don't. I didn't even look to see how much it was. But it was you could, five dollars. Oh, was it five dollars? Yes. Okay. Put your pants back on. It was five dollars. That's a lot of money. <laughs> but it would dry you off. You just go in there and it'd dry you off, and that's really. I cool. saw one guy doing it, and he was smiling a lot. So maybe see, maybe, maybe there should, was more to it than just air. It should like charge <laughs> per person or something. It should come with lunch for five dollars. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, that's more than water, even. Oh so. my god. At an amusement park. But there was one. But it was fun. There, there were plenty of coasters. They had like they have like a big winged coaster where you ride in cars off to the Wild side. Eagle. They have a forward and backward coaster. They have the sister ride, from what I can tell, to Fire in the Hole from from Silver, Silver Dollar, Dollar City. City. And uh, <clears throat> was it they called had, Blazing Fury? Yeah, yeah. And they fun. actually scream fire in the hole at you as you go through it, and it's like, you guys, this used to be Silver Dollar City until '86. Was it '86? Yep. That's when Dolly bought it. Yeah, that's awesome. Ah, and this doesn't have anything to do with the rides, but uh, they had a Dolly Parton museum. That was fun. They did. I liked it. They played her music, and I'm not a big country fan, to be real honest, but growing up as a kid, this is going to sound weird, but I loved 9 to 5, and I loved Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. It's a (laughs) musical, and I'm like a sucker for musicals. At least she didn't say Rhinestone. No. (laughs) But had Sylvester Stallone in the. I don't need to watch. I'm gonna sing some country if for you. If it's not Rocky, it's not happening. I'm gonna sing some country for you. Here we eh, go. It's just not. <laughs> like a Weinstone cowboy. Did he really sing in that movie? I know. <laughs> I think so. I think he did. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I never watched it. I, I could... didn't need to watch that one. But I love those others. <laughs> and had all her costumes and stuff. It was yeah. super awesome. Yeah, for sure. If you want to check out Dolly, she she just played like Sonosphere or some England concert this year, and it's. It's great. You can tell that she's so seasoned, so professional. She's putting on better shows than every younger band there. Well, and she's like, I mean, she's getting up there in years now, and she still sounds, you know, just as good as she ever did. She sounds great. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it was fun. It was a good time. But the best. And if you're going to go to Dollywood, you got to go to her museum. Let's be fair. It was free. It came with the admission. Now, when we talk about themes, right, theme rides we like, I mean, my opinion is. That scarier is better. Like I, I like. First of all, I like to have a theme. I do like theme, and theme I is like. Fun. I got to tell you that I tend to, even in my board games, to like side towards slightly creepy. Like yeah. Maybe I'm a monster fan. Maybe I'm just a ghosty fan. Other than ghost stories, but <laughs> <laughs> but everything else, I, I really like that kind of genre. So I mean, if something has kind of a scarier or creepy kind ofness to it. I like heavy theme and I like creepiness, not just in my board games, 
but also in my theme park rides. Yeah. So, like, one of my all-time classics is probably, you know, like Haunted Mansion from, from Disney. Yeah. I mean, Although, I, th- I like the Haunted Mansion at Disney land better than Disney World. <clears throat> you know, this is someone who says that buttered toast is better at when it's buttered toast over it's here. It's not exactly the same. <laughs> the the when you got the line is different. The line is a little more uh thematic at Disneyland. Seriously. I it know, is. I know. You were a California kid. I was. I know. I'm I sorry. get it. <laughs> but uh, you know, Honestly, the best ride I thought at Dollywood was the, uh, what was it, the minecart? The mystery mine. Mystery minecart ride. Oh, my gosh. And it was, it didn't have like, what I mean, it, it had plenty of theme to it. It was creepy at the right moments. It had a really fun song that played yeah. when you were going through the whole thing. And and this this cart ride is like, now Let's my not favorite. not ruin it. Don't ruin it. Well, my favorite roller coaster is what's called a wild mouse. Which is, yes. it's a little four-car ride, like a carny coaster is what I call them, because it's what you'd see if a carnival came into town and set up a roller coaster. You only have four four people per car, and they kind of whip around. They never go 70 miles an hour like one of the big coasters or whatever. They, they just go 25, and they make a turn, and, like on a dime, and it feels just as tight as if you did a turn on the big ride. Right. And this is one of those kind of rides. Yes. But this, I'm just going to tell you up front that if you go there, this is a pretty extreme ride. It's way more extreme than I really anticipated. Yeah, and it's all about surprising you and doing things like a little more extreme than any other coaster you've ever ridden. It's pretty awesome, but be prepared. It is not something for like a first time coaster rider because it's going to freak you out a little bit. But that's that's about what we're going to say about it. And, And you can see part of the track. From outside, but parts of it you cannot see, and we're not going to tell anything about those parts. Yeah. But it might behoove you to look <sighs> out the ride, like really actually look at what you can see of it. Because we didn't. I had no idea, and I think I was in a little bit of mild shock when yeah. I got off the ride, but it was so much fun. I mean, we actually rode it what, three times total. Yeah. My so. suggestion on that one is in the middle of the ride, like there's, there's two four-seat lanes per car, and if you ride in the middle two seats, you get banged around a little bit less. Yeah, the the edges the were wings, a little more. The wings bump you a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's just a physics thing. That's like if you ride a wooden <clears throat> coaster and you ride in the back, you're going to break your neck practically. Now, because I tend to like theme more than anything else, I, you know, I tend to like Disney more than most parks. But yeah. uh, that doesn't mean that there aren't you know some coaster rides that break those rules. Just rides in general, though. Well, like, for instance, like the Beast. Oh, yeah. The Beast, the Beast at great. Kings Island is this wooden coaster that just takes you through so many different areas and different phases. It just, it breaks all those theme rules I just talked about because it's epic on its own. There's, right. It's just amazing. You just feel like you're part of the forest that's around you all of a sudden and you're riding this old wooden coaster. It's it's really good. That one's in Ohio. <clears throat> Yeah. At King's King's Island. Correct. Now they used to have Son of Beast. Mm-hmm. Son of Son of Beast was a wooden coaster that actually did have a loop in it. And frank uh, thankfully we did get to ride that one, but it was decommissioned. I think they said in 2012. Oh my God. I know, right? <laughs> you're just shocking me. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not there anymore. So we got really lucky to be able now, to ride that I'm one. I'm going to guess that the reason is is because while we were riding Son of Beast, while we were in line, we saw someone get stretchered away, and as we came off of it, we saw someone just get finishing up being sick. 
off the side of it. Yeah, it was kind of hardcore. It it did bang you around quite a lot. Yeah, it was a wooden coaster. And it wasn't even that old hybrid. of a coaster when we wrote it. When did we write it? In like 2000... What year was that? Oh, we're old. Okay, we're know. not that old. We're, we're spry little chickens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been a while. Been a couple years. I don't remember. It was a hybrid coaster. It wasn't though. that you're, old. You're, you went from wooden to steel for one second and did a loop. Yeah. But it banged the crap out oh, of you God, the whole yeah. time. Yeah, it was a little painful. So then we went and, went and <clears throat> rode the Beast again, which was much better. Now, and the Beast is still there. Yeah. Now, the, the nearest theme park to us is Worlds of Fun, and it's probably one I've been to the most. Now, you've probably been to Knott's Berry Farm more than you have Worlds of Fun. Either, yeah, Knott's Berry Farm or Disneyland. Probably Knott's Berry Farm more. Yeah. Um, because as I got a little older, <clears throat> I liked the theme or the uh, the hardcore rides a little better, the, mm-hmm. the roller coasters and stuff. Yeah. And Disney, while, you know, just dripping with theme, does not have a whole lot of roller coasters. Yeah. So. Um, now, Knott's Berry Farm, my favorite ride was their water ride. Their that's, log that's ride. That's one of those rare oh, things. The Timber Mountain Log Ride is yeah. the hands down best log ride <clears throat> ever seriously for now, that type of ride i tend to like splash mountain it's more. not the same kind of ride you're not in just like a little <laughs> it's not the same you're, you're riding like next to each other it's more like a a log ride roller coaster you think it's a race it's well the the log ride at, at knott's berry farm is just that it's just a log you ride in front of one another, you're not side by side. It's yeah. just a flume. That's it. No roller coaster aspect, just flume. This one, it's surprisingly long and and surprisingly thematic, the considering theme is so fun how how much how little it looks that big from the outside. It doesn't look very big. Yeah. You're just you're kind of walking in it, and then you ride up, you know, the first kind of conveyor, and next thing you know, it's you know, it seems like a, a ten minute ride. I don't know. It's long. I don't know what the deal is with it. It's fantastic. But it's you like go my through mountains and you go right through there. multiple flumes. It's it's a fun one. Yeah. Now at Worlds of Fun, the Their funny thing is, is sucks. Yeah, Viking Voyager's <laughs> terrible. It's like three feet long and ooh, great. It's a old. Hill. There's not enough water. You're you're basically just, you're just rolling, scratching to the, <laughs> on the you bottom. You want to feel what it's like to boat on rocks. <laughs> The, uh, but the thing that's good about Worlds of Fun is uh, there's two things good about it. One is my favorite ride is the Prowler. Yeah, the Prowler is really is, good. Which is, they just put in a new wooden coaster. And this isn't it's one of like these three ones. Years, three or four years now, actually. Okay, well, it's still new to me. Newish. Okay. But here's the thing about the Prowler. It's not one of these wooden coasters that's out there trying to say we're the fastest or we're the tallest. They're just like, this is a really good, solid coaster. Because yeah. it, it does lots of really smooth it's like corners. So smooth. And uh, we, our favorite time to ride that is after dark because they don't turn very many lights on and you're basically riding it blind because it comes at you so fast, you don't get to react. And it, it, will, it will sort of train you to do what I do, which is sort of loosen your, your, your abdomen and stop trying to strain against the coaster and just sort of go with it. It's the same thing you do if you put your hands up. If you're one of these like headrest grippers... You, you end up getting more pain out of a coaster ride than I do because I go hands up and I just sort of let my bottom part of my body go with the flow of it. <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? You're funny. I just kind of go loose below I, the waist and just like, let it go. I can't, man. I almost <clears throat> flew out of that one wooden coaster we rode at Dollywood. Oh, really? Oh, God, yeah. Dollywood's wooden coaster is pretty rough. It's pretty rough. I we can't wrote it once. Called. Yeah, we only wrote it once. And we're done. Yeah. But no, I couldn't. Have go- if I'd have gone hands hands free, I would have flown right out of that thing. Yeah. It just wasn't very on me, very tight. Now so. the other the other thing good about uh, 
worlds of fun, I think, is Halloween. Yeah. Halloween, they're done by uh, uh, Cedar Point. Cedar, like, uh, what do they call it? Cedar. Cedar Rapids. No. Or something like that. Cedar Rapids. <laughs> what am I talking about? That's a town. Is it? In Michigan. Okay. No, see, it's Cedar. Cedar Point Entertainment or something like that? Oh my gosh, I gotta look it up now. Cedar uh, Entertainment? Cedar. Cedar. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, continue on and I'll find okay. this. It's the same people who do Cedar Point, which, by the way, is a coaster mecca. In if Ohio. you ever want to ride the most coasters you've ever ridden in one day, go to Cedar Point. That's where they are. Oh Second place that I've been to is Magic Mountain in California. Which was awesome. But number one, you will ride coasters so much you're sick of it. And you won't ride, most of them you won't ride more than once. You'll just ride them one time and be like, okay, next coaster, rode it, next coaster. And you'll. And by the time you finish the day, you're like, I don't want to ride coasters anymore, thank you. Is Where's the teacups? <laughs> no, not know. the teacups. No. But the, the thing about Cedar, Cedar Entertainment is that they are great about Halloween. These guys really support Halloween and they build these genuinely scary haunted houses inside all of their parks. And Worlds of Fun is no exception to this and there's probably five or six haunted houses that you just get for the price of your admission. There's no extra admission and I think that they still have like deals where if you just want to go to the haunted houses and you show up late in the day you can have a discounted price ticket. I don't know. They did that once but I don't know if they're are doing it because their their most recent thing has been just to combine the water park with the theme park. So be in I, October. I know in October exactly. <laughs> but anyways, this... but a lot of parks do that. Yeah, and not the well. Yeah, both. Now, earlier in the season's better with these, obviously, because if you go during September, you got thirty minute waits to get into the you know haunted houses. If you wait till end of October, Cedar Fair. There you go, Cedar Fair. <laughs> That's who who does both of them. They're also the same people who do Knott's Berry yes. Farm. And all of these properties do that same sort of Halloween tie-in. And they have people running around in monster costumes. And it's just at a certain point, they kind of flip the switch and, and the scary comes out. And I like scary Halloween. Okay? Yeah, you do. Happy Halloween is lame. <laughs> okay? It's lame. Scary Halloween is great. Yes. But that's that's what's really cool about Worlds of Fun. If you're ever out in our neck of the woods, you can check that out. Yeah. Uh, they've got more than more roller coasters than that. It's about the same size as Dollywood. They've probably. got the Mamba. Mamba, I found out, is on the. It's like number nine longest steel coaster right now, currently. Which that's pretty good. Mamba is fun. I like it. It's a good good ride. Yeah, Patriots fun. Mamba's fun. Patriots okay. Spinning Dragons is fun. I like Spinning Dragons. It's it's that little mouse coaster kind of thing that Fred was talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Yep. So, do you have anything else to talk about before we go in our playthrough for the week, Nicole? God, you don't want to like talk about amusement parks anymore because I love them. We're at fifty oh. minutes right now. Oh, okay. I get excited about the amusement parks. We've been to a lot. Well, this is a board gaming podcast, so we're going to move on to our playthrough of the week. Okay. And this week, and the reason we're talking about this is because we played a game called Steam Park, which, of course, I bought because I like amusement park stuff. So here it comes. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components, success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself. 
The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice. No one was murdered in the playing of this game. So Steampark, can you hear me? I couldn't hear myself. Okay, Steampark is a management game for between two and four players where over six turns you will build your own amusement park. You will need to balance attracting visitors and expansion as well as keeping your park's cleanliness under control, yet still earning the most money to be the winner. Uh, Each turn is going to consist of four phases. There's the roll, dirt, actions, and income. Uh, The roll phase is a race where all players are going to roll six dice simultaneously. As you roll the results you want, you're going to place each die onto the pig board. And I don't know why they didn't refer to it as a bank. Pig, bank, piggy bank. Kind of makes sense to me, but whatever. Anyhow, so you put it on your pig board. Uh, The first person to place all their dice on the pig board will take the first place token and thereby gaining a bonus. Uh, Second and third follow suit with the second and third place tokens. But at this point, the last place person has three final rolls and then they're stuck with that result. And get the last place penalty token as well, which of course is going to give you more dirt. Dirt is bad. Uh, After the roll phase, each player will receive a number of dirt tokens, depending on which place token they collected, and also which dice they banked on their pig board. Uh, Next is the action phase. Uh, Each side of each die rolled will have one of six actions. Whichever side was banked will be the action used. The actions will include build rides, build stands, which will give future actions different bonuses, attract visitors, clean that dirt, uh, play bonus cards, and expanding the park. Finally, we have the income phase. During the income phase, you will receive three denarii, or dollars, for each visitor in your park, draw additional bonus cards if you have fewer than three, and move the turn counter forward. Each player will then return their turn order token to the table, so you may begin the next turn. All right. Ha! You said all right. There you we go. You didn't say all righty. <laughs> uh, so this game is sort of speed dice rolling. At the beginning, yeah. Well, like in the first part of the At the start of every turn, you... It's really important to get the symbols you need to plan for your turn. So you you'll you kind of start off every turn by saying, "Wait, wait, wait! Don't roll yet! Don't roll yet! I got to think about what I need." And you kind of sit there and you're looking at your dice and you're looking at your park, and you start rolling really, really fast. And then you get the symbols you need. <clears throat> yeah, because if you screw it up, you just ruined your park. That's right. And and the the the, the park is like limited. You have a very limited space at the start. And there's a rule in the game where you cannot build past a certain area. Right. You've got this little grid, and you can't build past these edges, and you can't build too close to each other. Any kind of attraction being a ride or a stall. Right. Except if you, on your rides, there'll be like like three different sizes of the red ride. A big one, a medium one, and a little one. And you can build those touching one another, but if you build a blue ride can't touch the red ride so you have to be careful with that too which is why the expanding the park becomes an important and of course the bigger the ride the more riders that can ride it right the more riders that are on your ride the more money you make right because you have those visitors in your park yeah and this is this game is 
mostly about managing your money and your dirt. Right? Yes. Because you want to have more money and less dirt. Because right. dirt costs money to get rid of at the end of the game. Well, yeah. If you At the end of the game, whatever dirt you have, you're going to pay a penalty for all of that dirt. As a result of this, the talk about dirt started really early <laughs> in our game. We got to count up how many dirt we have. This is the dirt phase. We count up how much dirt Matt we have on the first. dice. Matt, I have three. You get three dirt. In your face. I can remove four. <laughs> I have four. I have four dirt. All right. I have four as well. And no way to remove it. Four dirt, please. And am I counting these as well? Oh, yeah. Seven. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. You know, if those were the criteria for winning... Me and Lee. <laughs> that is not Did the criteria. Did you take away the dirt for your bonus? No. Okay, so you need to put back four dirt, and I actually I need to put, put back, back two dirt. Negative one dirt. Congratulations. Oh, one. I, need, I just need the dirt. Al Gore is very proud of you. <laughs> Al Gore would be proud of him, wouldn't he? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't like dirt. Now, as usual in this game uh, that we played with, we played with uh, our friends uh, Matt and Brianna. And you'll find that we play with them more often than not because we usually get together with them pretty much once a week. Or every other week, depending on yeah. how bad your schedule is. Correct. And so so they're going to be playing with us on a lot of these games more than anyone else. But we still have other people that we invite to play. But uh, <clears throat> the the uh, as a result, obviously, once again, the I Learn the Rules comes into play because Matt and Brianna yeah, that's don't, your job. They don't they they have a few games, but they have games mostly that we've taught them how to play and they've said, Wow, let's play these at home. Yeah, they don't bring over <laughs> their games to teach us. Well I don't think they've ever gone out and said, I'm gonna buy this game because it looks interesting because I just don't Well I, they did. Didn't which they? one? Oh no legendary we had already. I take it back. Brianna oh, bought, oh, yes. she bought Gloom because she watched Oh that's what was what I was thinking. Tabletop. Yeah. And she said, I'd want to play that. She also got it in Gotham City, and Matt did learn how to play that one. But that's that, that's a, a cheap buy, because Matt is a huge Batman nerd. He is. Nerd. If it's Batman, he'll do it, because it's Batman. Yeah. But uh, because, of course, once again, I, I'm learning the rules, of course, I, I have to have at least one mistake in the rules, don't I? Of course. You want a toilet. Do you? Yeah. All right. Good choice. It's all about sanitation at my park. Yep. You have the cleanest park. What else you got? I'm going to expand it. Oh, okay. Double expansion. It's like double rainbow. That's I know. Similar. What does it mean? Can double expand or can you single expand? You can and double expand. Is that how many expansions are the limit? None. You I can, thought there was a limit. You can Max, double. This is maximum two expansions per turn. Well, then I am wrong. wrong. I am so glad we brought I am wrong. <laughs> Apparently, you can't double stamp a triple stamp. <laughs> You know you're excited for the Dumb and Dumber movie, right? Oh, yeah. Super excited. That was a line from Dumb and Dumber, by the I way. I love that The double movie. stamp, a triple stamp. But that's also an example <laughs> of how Brianna catches on too quick. Not too quick. She does a really good job yeah, on the rules. I, I taught that game to Brianna ten minutes before that, and she's already correcting me on the, yeah. on the rules. She's pretty amazing. <laughs> Valuable. <laughs> we'll uh, keep her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, here's the thing, too. is Another thing that you're balancing isn't just money and dirt. You're also balancing your park itself. And you're trying to kind of balance between rides and stalls, right? Yeah. Because rides make you money, 
but stalls make it easier to make money. Yes. And like, like for instance, uh, the casino adds extra riders to the bag that you draw out of to get like colored riders for your rides. <clears throat> yes. Which in turn make you money. Right. Or toilets get rid of dirt, which of course saves you money at the end of the game. Yes. So all these kind of like, you, you kind of, you have, like I said, limited space and you're trying to kind of decide how many rides do I need? How many stalls do I need to make my rides filled up? And <clears throat> as a result of that, the jokes got pretty lowbrow pretty quick, right? Well, toilet humor just kind of happened. So, and I mean that literally. Yes. <laughs> what, what we're about to put you through is is just play a it. whole series of toilet jokes. Okay, <laughs> just so play just brace it. yourself. Here comes some lowbrow humor. Um, can I? Since I have two of these, can I pick two different? Of course. Well, yeah, you don't have to be weird that? like me. Okay. I'm um, weird for a reason. I want. I want the toilet. <laughs> Just like my fart. What weird? <laughs> and, and what is that? What is that? Is that a toilet? Toilet. Great. And toilet. I want toilet. to do. Taste of the crap that farts. <laughs> <laughs> what you rides you guys have? The toilet. Uh, and, and so. It's cool though because the seats go up and down. Oh god. So and it, they can't tell. So I can put them like that. It's right, a water right? ride technically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there a pool bag? The visitor guy? Back into the visitor pool at the end of the turn? So does your black guy go back in the bag? No. Or she put a guy in. He goes back, back, back in the pool. This is the pool. Okay. No, but she bag. drew him and she got to use him, but he's only temporary. So then it says put him back in the visitor pool. Which is here. Okay. That's what I was asking. Technically, the pool at her park is the toilet, but. <laughs> Stay in the shallow way. It's a delightful park. All right. Still better than Matthew <laughs> Toilet Park. <laughs> You can expand. I'm gonna expand. There you Why go. wouldn't I? I don't know. <laughs> That's a big park. That is a big park with a I big, know. big toilet. They're like, there's a toilet out here. Maybe there's something farther down. No. No. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> 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 All right. So then I'm going to build. There's a really cool lot right down there. It's called a <laughs> two for red. <laughs> You know how many guys I had to waste just to get two more guys on my ride? That's ridiculous. Because what goes with the roller coaster of death? <laughs> the love coaster. I love this. Your park is the best park on the table, voted by Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yep. This a juxtaposition in your park. Right. Now I'm going to uh, in between love and gloom for there is a toilet. <laughs> You could put that on a t-shirt if you want. <laughs> Done. That is pretty good. That's all right. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's all the toilet jokes. Those were the choicest toilet jokes that I we had. I think somebody even made a fart sound during that. <clears throat> Did they? Oh, yeah. I heard a... I never it, heard I don't, it might have been me. No, I didn't do it that. It was Brianna. <laughs> She's notorious for those. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we, 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 we of course... Uh, you know, we're we're talking about dirt, talking about toilets, talking about rides. <laughs> Trying to clean up these parks. <clears throat> and of course, with all this dirty talk, we came we came around to eventually talking about what I believe is probably the dirtiest character of all time. 
Although there was a guy in Pootie Tang that may have been dirtier than him, but I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head. <laughs> I do not remember that movie, but what's although the, it was funny. <laughs> what's the dirtiest character you can think of? Well, I know the answer. Yeah, of course you do. Here's, here's the answer for you guys. Fred? Four. Two weeks. I'm not going to quite take the dirtiest part title. Five. <laughs> yes. Poor Brianna. That's so good, though, right? Her new nickname is Pigpen. I know. <laughs> the most charming, charming ground character. <laughs> Matt, give me a Pigpen quote. I never listened because I was too busy staring at the dirt cloud and going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm starting with Fred Fred. I, uh, I get two, but I lose four, so I minus two. Sweet. Thank you. Not the dirtiest part anymore. I gain three, <laughs> but lose two, so I only gain one. Finally getting dirty. Did the negative two I had from the other two ones no. count? No. <laughs> no. Dang it, I'm so filthy. I need two. Pigpen. <laughs> what does Pigpen have to say in the latest Charlie Brown episode? And I need five. <laughs> <laughs> and I need five. That's what Pigpen says. That's right. Pigpen. I need five. <laughs> oh, man. So many dirt jokes. So many toilet jokes. What a good time. <laughs> now... Obviously, we are grown-ups, we promise. We're, we're grown-ups, but obviously this is... This this game, you know, you're, you're rolling dice and you're just... You keep getting dirtier and you just know that there's this, this finish line that comes up that you're going... If you cross that and you have too much dirt, you will, you lose. will lose. It's dramatic how many points or how, much, how many dollars you can lose at the end of the game and how quick you lose it. Because it just kind of... It's like, like almost like movie theater pricing in reverse. Like a couple of them's not that bad, but then all of a sudden it just starts jumping up how much money yeah. you lose. Like every piece of dirt counts at that point. And of course, <clears throat> they'll just, I, I don't know, do they just shut your park down? You just lose all your money and you yeah. can't win without the money. They don't shut your park down. I wonder if they like, I don't know, probably just condemn Well, in your the park. real world, real world they would. <laughs> but this is a fake Sanford make Sanford and Sons Park. Yeah. <laughs> That's an old joke. Uh, again, that's a, that's a, we are very young, I promise. <laughs> uh, so the thing is, is to get this money, in order to offset all the dirt, you're building toilets, you're rolling shovels, I believe. To get rid of the dirt. To get rid of dirt. Right. And you can, you know, you've got to make money, you know, so you've got to, to in order to buy stuff or in order to win this game, you've got to make money. And the only way to do that is to build rides and put people on them. And obviously yeah. you have these color-themed rides. Well, you can use bonus cards, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But you have these these color-themed rides and they're they're, you know, there's like five different colored rides. There's... And these these rides are really neat in this yeah. game. It's part of, it's probably the coolest part of this game is that there's a three-dimensional aspect to it that comes in uh that <clears throat> becomes like, you know, your park over the course of it. At the end of the game, I mean, I really feel like I'm staring at a park. Yeah, you know, you've my got own a little, little theme park. park in front of you. You've got little roller coasters. Yeah. You've got little, you know, single ride rides. You've got your little stalls mm -hmm. with the food and whatever you know, they are. The, the reason, food, <clears throat> the reason they call this steam park, though, right, is because they put robots on the rides. 
That's the whole thing. Is it's, that what it is? Yes, they're supposed to be robots, and they just keep riding the rides over and over and over again. But I, uh-huh. I, they, they just want to be on the ride. Yeah, because if they get on your ride, they don't get off. No, they stay they on. They stay there. And you just keep getting money off of them in yeah. return. So you're, you've got this drawback that you're drawing out of, and it's really important that if you put a certain color ride in, that you get a certain color of rider out of this bag. Yeah, if you have a blue ride, you need a blue rider. Now, in this game, in in particular, like this is the same as rolling dice for me. You know, if you <laughs> Fred's not if you good if at you throw dice. a randomizer in front of me, I I will do poorly at it and I will complain very loudly about it. Yes. And what follows is is my quest to put robot riders on my purple rides uh i will put two purples in my bag if i can do that because of my info point come on give me a purple crying out yeah (laughs) (laughs) i finally have a visitor all that advertising dollars paid off i am going to Use my promotion, dude. Not, I'm not going to die in there. To throw in two red guys. Don't. Oh, and pull out on. A purple guy. One, two purple guys. Come on! <laughs> Stop it! I don't think I made the most of my turn. You know what it has to do with? Lack of purple guys. <laughs> They're all in the bag. Except for the two on my ride. How many guys are in the bag? I think I can draw an extra guy out. I don't think so. With my promo stand. Oops. Didn't... Yeah, that was a dirt it pile. It was not a dirt oh, pile. Never mind. <laughs> um, I'm going to take... Dirt or brain. Two red. I don't like this. She's going to pull out two purple. Keep your hands off my black guy. Come on, you pull out a stupid purple guy. But I've got two info stands, so I'm using both of those. Dang, hey, my... Right, betraying robot purple guy. And there's my other dude. Because they ride it constantly, they never leave your park. Once they're happy, they just stay there. Normal people would not do. Wait. Dang it, stupid purple. (laughs) I can't use that one. Every time! Why? I will build the two. Yeah, that's the only color left. Johnny Appletree. That's a learning ride, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes Johnny Apple Ride. Apple Ride. <laughs> All right, that's it for yours. Mm-hmm. You just walk in, and there's like little two movement animations all the whole time. Let's talk about where applesauce comes from, kids. <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> Alright, I'm going to expand. In the gift shop where there's apple butter for sale and stuff. I love like, apple butter. Sucks. And then I'm going to do my 2-4. Two, four, two, Is there four. any dairy in apple How butter? How is it possible? Where are my red guys just at? Apples? Are they all in the bag? There's this one. Well, yeah. Leave the red guys out of it. <sighs> Enough of the red guys. I guess I'll throw in a green. Don't. That's helping Johnny Appletree What am I supposed there. to do? It's either that or there's no black one. Purple. And I don't want to throw in a purple. No! <laughs> Hard to argue with I you. I get to pull up two. Yes! That's oh, ridiculous. Red. When do I get the miracle pull? Didn't get a hat trick for a bitch. All 
All right, so that would mean it is uh, Fred, 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 Fred. Freddy, Fred, Fred. Okay, I'm going to change this to a person and this to a shovel spot. Thank you, casinos. No problem, boss. Okay, uh, <laughs> so give me the bag. Yes, sir. So I can start screwing this up for everybody. Okay. This first one is in influenced by my promotional center, and I you throw two purple in the bag. Populate the purple red. Huh? Populate that purple red. Stupid red! Another purple goes in the bag. Oh. This is ridiculous. Another purple goes in the bag. That is all the remaining purples in the bag. <laughs> purple, finally. Yay. Yeah, that's pretty. A pink one goes in the bag. <laughs> Green. Ridiculous. A pink one goes in the bag. Yes. Pink one does not come out of the bag. This is insane! Yeah. <laughs> I have had the, this is the worst drawing I've ever done. Obviously, I mean, it was out of control. You got a purple one right that at the last, beginning. That last clip, I I made the biggest worker pull play of the entire yeah. game, and I got one. Yeah, you pulled like, what, six or something total workers out of the bag, oh, and one was what you needed? It just would not give it to me. It was pretty awesome. I know. Every, everybody was really enjoying my oh, pain. Oh, of course. Now, uh, obviously, I wasn't, you know, my my uh, my my woes weren't the only thing that happened in the game. The game was simple enough in the rules. Like I said, the only rule I really got wrong was that... that, <coughs> that uh, double expansion deal. Yeah, you can't double expand. Yeah. You can double expand, you can't triple expand. That's what Brianna said. Don't don't even, I don't I'm not going back. But the, uh, <laughs> so the, the, obviously the, because we knew the rules pretty well and the game really flows well, it may seem kind of complex as we're going through it on the clips, but honestly, it was really easy and it really allowed for us to sort of you know, goof around a little bit with stuff like this. Yeah. If anybody wants to trade in some singles, we're running Oh, I totally can. And Where do you want singles, Nicole? You going somewhere? Yeah. She is. Here, I, I'm going to tuck this in your and belt. You got, <laughs> stay out of my belt. There's a cardboard chip in your belt, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm laughing harder about that than Nicole is. <laughs> <laughs> what a gamer chick might appreciate that a lot more than a real stripper, wouldn't she? There's a cardboard chip. Yeah, let's move to you. the next clip. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. During our game, I, we we kind of, you know, even though money is like a two a two sided chip, one side is just like the emblem of the chip, the other side is the value of the chip. You know, the emblem of the game, and <clears throat> despite that. It still became fairly obvious to us that Nicole was pretty much winning the game fairly early. Is is kind of how it, it felt. Here's here's how we were reacting to that. I'm going to play another bonus card. Number of different stands. I have three, so that is seven dollars. That's ridiculous. <sighs> Nicole's cheating. I'm not going to stand for this. Let's sit down. <laughs> Oh. If your money can't stand up, you're out of the game. That's right. 
If you're swimming in it, you're Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. It even straightened it out. I can't. So much. Is it my it's turn? It's so much money. I don't know. Are you last? Yeah, I always last. Yes, I am. Poor Brianna. But did you notice? I wanted you guys to take note of the humility of Nicole at this point. <laughs> what? I'm a good winner, sort of. <laughs> she was like, there's so much money, I can't even. <laughs> it was just falling everywhere. I'm really good at I I told you I like amusement park stuff, right? Okay. <laughs> Now here's the funny thing, what when you play this game, do you know what stall you like more than any other ones? Oh. Like obviously Matt liked toilets. Well, obviously, yeah, he did. Okay. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think I had a favorite. That's why I had because I was going for the different ones, so I did not now, play favorites. And here's the thing: I like casinos. Casinos well, you- load two guys into the bag before you draw one out, instead of one. That's why my purple guy thing was so frustrating, but uh, because I was I was playing casinos so hard, I uh, was goofing around a little bit and was and said this. I work this way. You know what? I don't care. The way to play a game. No, you got free drinks. So shut your mouth. How many get? I get seven bucks. Take your free drink, finish it up. I don't ever want to see you in here again. <laughs> Where's that from? I just made that up. Yeah. It's called acting. <laughs> I do a terrible... It didn't sound like you were running a casino. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, get your free drink, finish it, get out. <laughs> That's what casinos feel like whenever you win really big. Well, yeah, they don't want you to stay around if you're going to win. Like, get out of here. Get Counting out. cards in my casino. Ben Affleck. That's right. Rounder. Naughty. <laughs> is that the was right term? That? I don't even know. I, that was Matt Damon. Wrong one. <laughs> Aren't they the same person? Eh, more or less. <laughs> I always think about Matt Damon, and I always think, I, I wonder how mad is he? He is at, at Trey Parker just for saying <laughs> doing Team America. You know what? Because they did the whole thing. Like they they even said, "Why did you Why did you do that whole thing about Matt Damon?" And they were like, "I don't know." When we would say his name, it'd just come out like that, and so we decided that's all he would say is Matt Damon. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <clears throat> well, the thing is, even though I had a casino, like obviously, Spend I wasn't. Lots of money. <clears throat> Watch all your money. <laughs> no, that's a song that comes up later. But the uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't. You know, there were. I, you know, it wasn't. Without bad, without you know, good luck. Obviously, some people actually did have bad luck, and uh, Matt here it will will showcase that for you. Oh yes, I'd like a change out for a fiver, please, bank lady. Oh yes, gracias. Can I change these two fives into a ten for me, bank lady? <laughs> Gracias. Yes. Are you kidding? Hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my dear. god. Yep. Yeah, Matt got the hat trick. Triple draw. Right. Out of the bag. All three guys that he wanted. Yes. And you got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's insult to injury, isn't it? It really was. <laughs> it's awful. But uh <clears throat> You know, obviously Nicole Nicole uh, did really well in the game, of and is you know the 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 final moments of the game 
we did have a little more fun. We had a lot of fun playing this game. And it's a good game. Th- this is this is what the final couple of minutes of the game sounded like for us. So you guys got thirty six dollars lost. <laughs> what do you got, Nicole? What she got? Oh, oh, come on. Sixty three. What do you got, Nicole? 74. Yeah. Oh, I had 70, so yeah. I actually came in second. <laughs> I finally won a game. Woo-hoo! Because I never had enough people. Hold on, let's remove Brianna's honesty and give her that $5 back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. This is like the first game I've won in how many? Like 12. Nicole is so happy. I needed this, she okay? Won. Happy, she won. She won a game? <laughs> Matt has it. Matt needs to win. He never wins. Good job, Nicole. But Matt always has fun, don't yeah. you? I like this. This is fun. Look at your theme park right now. Name it yeah. right now. What do you call the Johnny Appleseed Blue Park? What do you call mm. it? I know what you'd call it. What would I call it? Jingle Jangles. <laughs> no. <laughs> Johnny Blue Good. Yep, that's pretty good. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Blue Good <laughs> What do you call yours? Love and hate. <gasps> that's a pretty good. <laughs> that is good. What do you call yours? Red Rover, Red Rover, some pink guy right over. There's <laughs> <laughs> one little pink guy right there. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of his turn, he goes away. No! He does. I call mine the sucky, the purple park with the sucky pink ride. (laughs) Nobody wants to ride it. It's the purple people eater. Is it? The purple pinko eater? (laughs) 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 Terrible. With a casino. Well, congratulations, Nicole. Thank you. You won a game. Finally. All right. It was needed. Done recording. Now, (laughs) here's the thing. Nicole says she never wins a game. She's actually won the Let's last. Not bring, we're not bringing that list up again. This was this was different. I had I was on a dry spell. I had lost like like I said like twelve in a row, and I finally won one. I know. And I also want to point out oh. how bad were you doing your purple? Terrible. Terrible. But you came in what second? You lost by four points. Four. I mean, I think most people That's out, one, out there will agree with two, me. The second Three. is just the first loser. Four. Oh, gosh. You're just, oh, you're the biggest complainer. I complain a lot, but I had a good time playing yeah, this game. Yeah, it was a good game. I think this game's really cool. It's got a great look to it. Okay, so what's your overall rating? Um, On the grandma scale? No, just overall. Liked it, didn't liked it. I think it's a four. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... It doesn't it's not one that I'm going to pull out every day or anything like that, but yeah. it's a solid pick. I'm not going to turn my nose up. And, oh, no. And I'm honestly... We're going to play it again. Th- there's going to have to be something pretty special to replace it in my collection. I don't think it'll get replaced anytime real soon. Yeah. I, I, you know, and okay, see, this is where you're going to hate me. I do. I really want to give it a 4.5, but I can't because Fred doesn't allow 4.5. I, I need commitment. I need, <laughs> Fred and his commitment. Um, <laughs> so I gave it a 4 also. Yeah, I think it's yeah. good. Now on my on my grandma scale, I I mean honestly, I'd say it's probably a three. Really? I could. I mean, I I'm serious. I think you could teach it to to a non gamer. I think it's a easy. two. 
You think you think it's even easier? I think it's teach. a two. Here's why. Whoa. And I even made notes so that I'd remember something. <laughs> um, you don't have to teach all of the game at once. Yeah. You can leave out the special powers of the stands, and yeah. you just count them as uh, like if you have them in your park, mm-hmm. then you get like three points each at the end of the game for scoring. Yeah. Um, you don't have to use the bonus cards right away. Um, if you if you like, I think they I can't remember what they said in the book. Like it, maybe they use it as a wild card if you if you roll a bonus card or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can introduce it at, at a very base level, and then as somebody feels more comfortable with it, they you can introduce these other elements. And I yeah. think that's really a smart move um, for this game because I mean it's the components are fun to look at. Um, it's pretty. Uh, you've got the dice rolling. Everybody knows how to roll dice. Everybody's played Yahtzee. So um, you've got the competitiveness of, of rolling the dice, trying to be first uh, and getting bonuses or, mm-hmm. or detriments for not being first. Yeah. So I, th- I think because it, it has that gradualness to it of how you could teach it, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier than what you think. Teaching it in, in, with everything involved, yeah, I'd say it's at least a three. But because you can break it down, that that helps. Yeah, I would you're... play this with beginners. Would you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Would you say it's on par with, like, a Ticket to Ride or something like that? I'd say, yeah, because, I mean, it's something everybody can relate to, probably even more so, because everybody's been to an amusement park, you Mm know. Um, I mean, the dirt thing might be a little, I don't know, I don't think it's that challenging to to know, hey, if you have this, it's going to be bad, get rid of it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I think think it could be a good intro-level game. If you're willing to play it at its base level before you start bringing in all the bonuses and stuff. And I think for, for our level of gameplay, it might really kind of tone it down to my, maybe not be quite as fun. Um, but if you were just wanting to introduce new players, I think it'd be a good one. Well, I'd say for me personally, it's probably a two to learn. Because there, there was a lot of nuances to it. A lot of specifics, yeah. lots of symbols. Yeah, there's a lot of symbols to have to learn. <clears throat> um, and the bonus cards... Some of them were a little more complex than others. A couple of them, you know, I know Brianna and Matt both were like, "Um, I have a card that I want to ask a question on. But, of course, you don't want to ask a question on a bonus card because it's supposed to be secret. Yeah. So if you give it away, then... I could potentially make moves that would take all your... Exactly. All your bonus away. Fred cheats. No, he does not cheat. (laughs) (laughs) But he gets really mad if you say that he does. Don't. I don't cheat. I'm not. You didn't. (laughs) It was a joke. I, I I stand by my three. I think if you if you're just pushing it to a player that that plays games regularly, it's probably a two because I would say flux is a one. Okay, yeah. where you just say you have a goal card. It change it can change, but if you ever have two of the items in front of you that are on this goal card, you win. Okay, that's simple. I still say two. Okay, well we 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 differ. Nicole says we both say it's a four because of its good looks. And it's lighthearted play and, and, and fun, you know, fun factor, speed rolling fun and stuff. Factor. And uh, we differ on how hard it is to teach. I think it's probably a three to teach it to a non-gamer. She thinks it's a two to I teach it to a non-gamer. And that, guys, brings us to the end of our second episode of Talk About Board Games. And, I mean, I think this went well. I think so too. It was yeah. fun. I wanted to talk about a couple more theme parks <laughs> just See, because I like them so you, much. You could do the theme park podcast. I could, I know. Okay. They're great. We haven't actually been to that many in the whole grand scheme. I counted 13, and I think I might be missing one or two, though. Yeah. So, 
but and those we've been to several times. <laughs> I saw you do more research on theme parks today than I've ever seen you do for board games. Well, because you already know everything. I don't know everything. You know a lot. Some. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the deal. Uh, we're going to be back with another episode in a couple of weeks, and we've got a couple of recorded episodes. I believe the next episode is most likely going to be... I don't know. It's either going to be nothing personal. <coughs> Did I say that right? Nothing yes. personal. Yeah. Or, what's the other one? Witch of Salem. Witch of Salem. And the reason it... You, we may not do Witch of Salem next is because we are in what we do every year, which I do. We're, we're big fans of Halloween. What? You? I'm a huge fan of Halloween. <laughs> and so every year I force my gaming groups to play six weeks of, of, Halloween. of Halloween games, which is just horror-based games. Yeah. So we've already got another session recorded with Witch of Salem being played. But we also have another one of Nothing Personal, which is most likely going to be our next episode. We'll uh, see. We'll surprise you. It'll be sure. good times. Yep. Tune in, in a couple weeks and find out which one we do. And uh, until then, uh, enjoy the games you're playing. Enjoy the people you're playing with. Is that our catchphrase? I don't have a catchphrase. We'll Why think of I something. I will not. We're growing. <laughs> we'll grow with you. Thanks for listening. So, Fred, I know I like us, and I know you like us. Reasonably sure Matt and Brianna like us. You think anybody else is liking us? I don't know, maybe. You know, if only there were a way that people could tell us how they feel and ask us questions. But alas, a podcast is a one-way road of communication. Yeah, you know, they can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter or email us either at fred at talkaboutboardgames.com or nicole at talkaboutboardgames.com. It's all there on the website, talkaboutboardgames.com. Oh, 